are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Death Note Manga Reading Club podcast, part of the Weird Science family of manga podcast. I'm here with my man, Jason. What up, Jason? Hello, Jim. Happy Death Note Day to you. Happy Death Note Day. And this this chapter that we're going to go through, chapter 16 here, it made me laugh because there's something that you had brought up a while back as a joke. We Prognosticating, yeah. And then it was the crystal ball. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, the idea that when we were talking about it, I'm like, oh, man, I guess that's the thing. But I was laughing. And then they end up having it that they are thinking this through, especially with, you know, this back and forth with Light and L that'll continue uh, throughout this and especially in these next two chapters because this is chapter 16, Handstand, in a crazy cover page deal where you end up having Fryuk reaching for an apple. <laughs> Pretty realistic looking apple on there. They did a good job of that, but holy moly. And I love yeah, that idea. and we find out later exactly what he's thinking when he's going for that apple too and what's, oh, uh, yeah, what's going exactly. on there. Exactly. I mean, seriously, the guy has a habit. And uh, I like how it all also just that cover quick gives us that play where you even said a lot of times that you like how Ryuk really stands apart from the real world. And that really shows it there. I think. He's from a different book entirely, like he's been drawn by somebody else. Yeah, I like that. But we go into this and this is where we ended last chapter with, hey, uh, I think we're going to put some cameras, especially in Superintendent Yagami's house, but also Director General Katamura's house. And we have that funny scene that we talked about before. The idea of what? That's against the rules. We Detective, can't do that. Uh, Detective Igami especially has a really good, surprised, horrified face. They like drawing him going, <gasps> and he, he gets the manga sweats something awful in this issue. It's, I don't know. It's like he's he's got malaria or something going on. He's, oh, he's yeah. in bad he shape. He looks really bad. And again, it's the idea. I wonder if he is not so sure that his crazy sunlight i don't think he thinks that he's kira but he's not enjoying the idea that the cameras are in but no he he doesn't like his family being suspected but he says if you're gonna do this you know i want cameras everywhere he even says specifically in the bathrooms every inch of the house because if this is gonna be done he wants his family to be completely exonerated not just we can't prove anything but like we're sure it's not you guys he wants the he wants us taken care of so if if you're gonna do it do it and I think it's also, you're right, the idea that he doesn't want any question after this. The idea, well, we, I also think he kind of thinks if you're going to do it and we put all those count, it'll be quick. You can end up where in a week you'll be able to tell that it's not, not well, let's adjust those cameras. Let's yeah. put them over here and whatever. And when they say that. a six-month process, right. Yeah, I love the idea where, I don't know, does he realize to the extreme that they're going to go? Because when we end up seeing how many cameras are just in Light's room. Yeah, 64 cameras in his room. Superintendent Yagami likes Dad saying, yeah, you do it. Hey, you're going to do it properly. And then you end up some of the guys are like, oh, man, what's going to happen with your wife and daughter? Like the cameras. And he's like, I'm aware of this. But in that, L does say then, hey, listen, the only people who are able to watch the cameras in Yagami's house are going to be Yagami himself and me. Nobody else will end up doing that. I'm starting to think that 
Superintendent Yagami is like, I don't know if this L guy isn't a pervert. I mean, he already is sus as heck. All the, the crazy little quirks and stuff, but he's got to do it. He's got to end up in it. It is yeah, the, crazy. Yeah, the daughter's like in middle school, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's kind of, yeah, yucky. It, it really is. So we end up seeing all that happening. And then even mm-hmm. the spell out of, okay, here's how we're going to set it up. We're going to have the, the two surveillance houses. We're going to have somebody at the office. We're going to end up having somebody looking at the surveillance of the train. All that stuff going on, and you do have... Right, because they're still going through that old video when Ray Pember died, because if they can see... There's there's two families being under surveillance, the uh, Yagamis, is it Kitamoras? Kitamoras, Yeah, right. the Kitamoras, yeah. So if, you, if they can find any member of those two families like in the area of Ray Pember when he died, they think that'll be really important. So that's, that's still going on, too, and there must be tons of footage there. Oh, yeah, and so they have to go through that footage, but I actually thought, okay, there's a, there's a crazy deal. He said if anybody in those families are anywhere near that, at that they're, they're, they're it. They're done. So they end up where all that's going on, and we go to Light, who's going home, and you see him. He's talking to his buddies. They're talking a little of the Kira case, talking about you know crime rates down. But then you end up. I think that the idea of Light gets bad. Like whoa, whoa, whoa! Crime rate overall isn't down <laughs> because Kira's crime. He is wants up, credit. Rec- oh my God, he's starting to get you know wacky, and it's just funny watching the kids go and Ryuk just. Hovering behind them, just going. They go to the house. Everybody's laughing. You get that idea, too. Anytime you see light, he has that persona. Like, he can really put it on. Now, these are kind of his friends. I don't think, I don't think he considers anybody his friend. So he's just like, hey, guys. Like, No, he's got that, that, that serial killer vibe. Well, I mean, he is a serial killer where he can have these different personalities and just at the drop of a hat, he's different person. And the funny play is if you would just, if I showed this page to my wife and say, does this seem like she'd be like, no, that seems like a nice kid and that's the whole play. And so because we know him, it's creepy when he actually is like social and like, hey, you didn't send me that New Year's card, buddy. And Carol's laughing. And right then he goes to the house and he's like, dark as everything again. But he ends up where we're going to see the craziness of him because he wouldn't know that there's cameras there. But he does know that there probably is because somebody's gone into his room. He realizes that somebody's gone in as you end up having his dad and Al watching. Mm-hmm. Now, we, we've seen him set this up before. I forget what chapter, but we've seen him do something with the hinge before. So this pays that off. Yeah. And the hinge, and then you have this paper that's there, like a classic people would do. But the way he is and the levels he's going, this paper there falls. That's not what he's looking at. And you end up even having L say, well, kids that age. He actually is, you know, not a guy. L is a guy who's not going to jump for that first thing. He keeps saying stuff like, well, 17-year-old kids will mm-hmm. do that. They don't want people to go into their room. Oh, the I, th- I do love this panel of all the monitoring equipment back in L's hotel room. There's like 25 <laughs> computers and miles of wire. I mean, this is what, 2003? Yeah, 2004. I mean, today would be just a laptop. Exactly. Wireless, I, but, I see. But it is two, fun to see that. Two VCRs. You got a DVD <laughs> player. You got all. I mean, look at the one point you do have like all the VHS tapes. I'm like, what is going on here? Uh, but yeah, like you said, right now, they'd be probably like looking at their phone. Like, hey, what's up? You know, so he goes in 
And Ryu starts talking to him. Hey, you want to play Mario Golf? And he's not answering. It was <laughs> Which so now funny. I'm picturing right? Ryu playing Mario Golf with Mario. I know, light. like, That's I'm a, loving it, right? Yeah. He's there, like, get that I, game I want to see that, 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 that spin off, <laughs> like, chibi anime about uh, Ryu and, and Light playing playing Nintendo. I would love to see that. Uh, I'd even, even if it was like chibi 8 bit type deal of them just playing <laughs> Mario Golf and yelling at each other. But yeah, he's like, I love where that must be, like, his favorite thing. Mario Golf? He, like, keeps mentioning it. Like, come on, let's play Mario Golf. You listening to me? And he's getting Getting upset. Yeah. Ryuk is, is not the brightest. No. Not not catching on. <laughs> I love the idea, though, that that's like the two things that he loves, apples and, and Mario Golf. Uh, but he ends up where there's mind. He's just going through his deal. He ends up getting dressed. He goes out. He's very particular in putting that piece of paper back when he goes out. And they see it, and he says, listen, you know, there's no reason. What? The funniest is is that we're getting more of this. L going, man, your son's just like me. Like, everybody keeps saying it. It's a weird mm-hmm. cats in the cradle with that. But he's like, you know, your boy's just like me. I used to do we that. We are not so different, you and I. <laughs> we're not so. And but, so but done, you end done up. more subtly than in those bad exactly, movies. Exactly, yes. So when he's doing that, though, you start to wonder, like, okay, that's but it's more of a show. I mean, this is a, a lot of show. He realizes, doesn't know where, when, if there's how many cameras, but he knows somebody's been in this room. But we'll get to that in a minute. But you end up having L say to Yagami, did you share information with your son? Did you tell him anything? And again, I think that Superintendent Yagami is the greatest expression guy ever. Because again, huh? like he's all <laughs> upset, sweating again. I mean, where, where light <laughs> is so controlled that he can, he, he, he betrays nothing in his face. His father betrays everything in his face at every moment. And just starts sweating again. I mean, the waterworks are turned back on. No, I would never do that. I, you know, I told them obviously that I'm part of this task force, but nothing else. And I'm hardly ever home anyway. You jerk. You make me work around the clock. So he's like, okay. And again, there's, it's funny. You say the whole deal. L just kind of sits there and watches things. It's not like he's laughing. You, you're never going to expect him to yell Eureka when they see something or whatnot. So you never know exactly what he fully thinks. It, you know, does he at this point is light a full suspect? Does he think he's him? He does muse out loud sometimes, but you're never quite sure if he's saying what he really thinks or if he's just putting out little little streamers to see what reactions are. Like when when they ask him about the beginning, you no. Know, so what is the percentage chance you think that it really is one of these two families? He says, ah, ten percent. No, no, about five percent. And is that what he really thinks, or is he just poking even at his own men? And because then they start going, well, that that doesn't percentage doesn't equal out the the risk. We could end up being all fired and taken down. And that's where Superintendent Yagami jumps in and says, no, one percent is enough. We don't have any leads. We have nowhere else to go. We have nothing else. So they're doing this and you you wonder what's going on and what light is going to go do because he walks in. He gets dressed and he ends up heading back out. And that's where they're walking. And the further they get, he's, you know, talking low. He, he says at one point, I don't know if my coach bug, but he starts saying to Ryuk, listen, you idiot. I think that my room is bugged. I can't talk to you when we're in there. That's why I, I love the like relief where Ryuk thought that he just lost his best bud. He's like, oh, that's why you weren't talking to me. <laughs> it's so funny. I thought we were fighting. Yeah. Yeah. I actually want to see the point 
where we haven't really seen light. He's like, okay, I'm going to go to bed. And he goes to sleep. And Ryuk's just hovering over him, watching yeah. him while he's sleeping, like checking if he's asleep. And, uh, but yeah, they're like, okay, well, we'll have to figure out that's the whole deal with the paper in your door. I get it. That's why you do that. And then you have light pretty much tell the exact story of what he does with the door, which Ryuk's with him all the time and doesn't even realize that this was really going on fully because it gets deep. Oh, yeah. Levels within levels. Okay. So the paper thing is that's like the obvious one he wants people to see, right? So if they find that, they're like, okay, we found his system. Now we found all there is to see, but that's not all there is. He also has a thing he does with his door handle. And <clears throat> his door handle is one of those where it's like a, a straight line lever. So it's not a not a turn knob, but a, a lever you, you push up and down. And when you let go of the lever, it goes back to horizontal. But he always lowers the end of that handle a quarter of an inch so that when he comes back to the, the door, if it's he tests it, if he can push it up a little bit, then he knows, okay, no one's moved it. But if it's already back up, then somebody's been messing with his door handle. And the other thing he does, he takes a thin piece of pencil, that mechanical pencil, and kind of slides it through his hinges. So if the door opens, it'll crack that pencil lead. But if he comes back, he'll remove the pencil lead before he opens the door, and then you'll be able to put it back. So those are like these multiple levels within levels that no kid would think of. Yeah. And and the best part of it is there's this there's a little slight different level as well because if his mom or sister exactly, went in yes. the door, they probably would not replace that paper. So when he goes there and the papers that that means somebody has gone into his room. A professional, somebody more careful, somebody more dangerous. Somebody's doing something if they end up putting that paper back in the door, yet all the other things are broken and, and moved. So if it ends up where he goes and the paper's laying on the floor, oh, my mom must have went in to clean or whatever. She would not care. Even if I think that maybe the mom might even pick up that piece. Oh, I dropped a piece of paper and pick it up and it's gone. But the people who would be careful to put that paper back thinking that that that's his play. You know, oh, he just doesn't want to see it. That, that's sus. And that's where he realized when he came back in that day yeah. or this it's day. It's somebody smart. Not as smart as me, but still somebody, but somebody smart. Yeah, and somebody who really thinks that they're getting away with going in my room Sneaky, and not knowing. Yeah. So they must have either searched through things, but there's a chance that they put some sort of recording device. So he heads off and you're like, where is he going? And he goes to the bookstore. And in that, in that, I'm telling you, if this would have been in the U.S. here, it would have been like, you know, an adult world or something, it seems, because he's going to get dirty magazines just as another kind of alibi, a little setup, a little thing going on. And he also needs to get a camera, like all these things that he has going through his mind at this point. We'll get to the full deal. But in know, this we don't see what he gets here yet. We just see him go into the store and it comes out and he's holding a, a sealed bag that says books on it. And we're shown that bag a couple times. We're not in this chapter. We're not seeing what is going on yet. No, we don't know what's going on. So he's going out and buying things. But that's where the thing comes up. And it was so funny. I'm like, oh my god, they really, you know, checked out all their things about how they this, have this to play older this guy out. does some thinking. He does. Yeah, he does. Like really ahead because. You had mentioned, man, it'd be funny if they have that surveillance cameras going and there's a floating apple. And I, I didn't even, <laughs> I'm like, eh, they'll probably like, no, it comes up fully here where you see light is yes. thinking and says you light can't eat those apples. Light uses this 
to manipulate Oh, it's Ryuk. so funny. It's great because Ryuk has said, hey, I'm not on your side. I'm not on against you. I'm I'm just here for the lulls, right? I'm I'm here I'm here for, for, for giggles. I'm here to watch what's going on. I kinda like you and all, but you know, don't think I'm I'm you know, I'm on your team. This is actually the way that they do it is so good because you just saw Ryuk get upset, like, oh man, he doesn't like me anymore. He's like, you see, he is getting upset. So at that point, you could have like maybe say, because Ryuk's the perfect person to go around and check to see if there's the place bugged because he can't He's be invisible, seen. Right. Yeah. So he can go check, probably won't do anything about it. And you don't want to move stuff, but you'll know where the layout is. But he wouldn't normally help, though. The setup is maybe he would at this point. Hey, I'll talk like, hey, I won't talk to you if you don't. But that's not enough. So what no, he says leverage. is, yeah, he says you can't eat these apples while these cameras. They're going to see a floating apple. Ryuka's like, he's already nervous at the beginning. Well, well, once they go <laughs> in my stomach, they won't see it. And he's like, now, now they're going to see it floating around. You can't do it. We're going to have to see if the place is bugged. And I need you to do that, you know, so you can eat your apple. That, that's right. all it's about. That's you have you. to see where we might be able to find a blind spot where you will be able to eat the apple where we go. I mean, obviously, in my mind, you could go somewhere outside the house. I mean, if this guy, if he has to. Yeah, but right now he's talking to him, so this must be a safe spot. Now, you might but not again, want Ryuk, a floating apple going right. down the road, but you can find some place to go. Whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's not what Ryuk thinks. Ryuk's freaking out. Yeah, and it's, it's been established, <laughs> though, that Ryuk is not super bright when it comes to no. these kind of ways. So no, that, that, that works. That pays off. And also, <laughs> it turns out that he doesn't just really like apples. He he really likes apples. It's It's like heroin to him. It's heroin. He says it's like cigarettes and liquor is what he says. He means heroin. <laughs> he means heroin. And it made me laugh so much. I'm like, holy crap, we've been watching this guy mainline the whole time. Like him eating the apples, I thought was just the play of, eh, you know, while you're here, yeah. it's bored. I felt like almost like a bored thing. Like you're just sitting there. No, he needs them. What do you think is like apple methadone? Like, what, how do you, how do you, how do you come up with like a pear? Or, I, I'm thinking maybe like those those green Jolly Rancher artificial apples. I think that's that. probably what it is. That'd it's like the, pretty good. It's like the gum for cigarettes. It would be funny. He's like, okay, I'm down. He's going down steps. He's got to get to that. He's like, okay, I got those dried apple pieces. They're kind of bullcrap, but I'll eat those right now. But- <laughs> he's got some. He's got some apple peel taped to his arm like a patch. <laughs> Uh, my name is Ryuk. Uh, I haven't had fruit salad in three weeks. He's there at the meetings. <laughs> Hi, Ryuk. He's an addict. And, and this is where the, the chapter title comes from. He says, when he goes in withdrawal, <laughs> I twist my body up like a pretzel and do handstands. Handstands. Like- <laughs> Which is maybe a little too silly for this chapter, but oh, okay. little silly. I get the idea. Lights just like, all right, at least it's not that crazy because I'm telling you, I feel bad for Ryuk at next chapter. But yeah, end up where they're doing all this stuff and he's like, okay, well, what I need you to do then is to check for all of the cameras. You got to go and check down, give me the layout, all that, because, you know, you're an addict. And I want you, uh, almost, I mean, light is laying it on. I mean, like, like, almost like, hey, I don't want you to suffer, buddy. You find out we're going to figure this out together. And yeah, you end up where it's so it's so crazy, the idea that Ryuk is the heroin apple. So that ends the chapter. It actually ends the chapter as they're going back to the house. And he even... Uh, How good do you think Ryuk is going to be at identifying tiny cameras? 
I don't know if it's that doesn't seem to really be in his skill set. No, uh, but I guess what you go with is the idea that he is desperate. Like, I mean, you could get somebody who they need that thing. They may become the best worker ever, but yeah. I don't know. I, I guess Light doesn't really need Ryuk to find all of them, right? I mean, he says I, you need to find all of them so we can get you some apples, but he just needs to know if they're there and if they if they go. So maybe maybe that's what and he's maybe thinking. a little then the layout or whatnot. And it, again, I, it's funny because I don't think Ryuk would be the greatest deal. And I don't know that does he need to find out like where the cameras are in his parents' house. I mean, I would think he's like, listen, these are the places I'm in. These are where I we'll have to see. We'll have to see how it plays out and how he works it. But it's it's so crazy. I mean, I, this chapter was pretty good. And I thought the idea where you set it up, like even having that little bit with his friends, like I said, hey, buddy, you didn't send me the card. You're reminded of how much of a psycho he is Mm -hmm. to then go into the house and then again show, oh, my God, not only that he's really thought ahead of all these things he has, but it feels like part paranoia, part, you know, reality kind of thing, because, boy, he is... He's ready and for we, things, but we know he's ready for things because we saw uh, last chapter, I guess, that he's even scheduled like like scheduling posts. He's scheduled a bunch of of deaths, just like if somebody is using a tweet deck or something, they could just go away or die, and their tweets keep coming out for a while. Which is that's a little creepy, right? Uh, yeah, it is a little creepy. But we know he's done that because so now if he can't use the death note, like I don't know if he keeps a scrap on it on him, can he keep going? It's not like the deaths are going to suddenly stop because they don't know, at least as far as he knows, they don't know that he can schedule them in advance. I'm not sure if he's he's proven to them that he can. Yeah. And in that, you have this play going on, like how, and even with the door, every time you think things like, okay, he did, like we're saying right now, he did that, he scheduled ahead. Everything has that next level deal too that he's also that's when you get to that deal of oh crap he didn't just put the paper in the pencil lead is crazy i mean the the handle okay but then the pencil lead like that really makes sense and he has like even that i thought like pencil lead huh it's like it's so thin it wouldn't make any sound and nobody would ever notice it it's almost perfect the idea and it's crazy and how you well know when this came out originally in japan teenagers everywhere were trying to do this oh yeah it must have been every <laughs> every 15 60 year old boy in the entire country was trying to stick pencil lead on their hinges how, how many fights started <laughs> because they came home and the pencil lead, mom what were you doing in my room hopefully they weren't making death notes so Though we saw recently, actually, as we were in the news, death notes in the news. Yes, they found some kid that had a death note deal, and you know that's not great. I, I, you know, but it is still it seems relevant. But I think that nonsense like this will always be relevant for for some reason, and maybe some kid out there is mainlining apples right now as well. So that's a little more wholesome. Maybe that's a deal too. What happened if all of a sudden we found out that at this point the Japanese supply of apples was low because people were like, boy, I'm going to get high like Ryuk. Like, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> it's like banana peels, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, really. Uh, but what would you give this? This was a pretty good chapter. Yeah, I, I really enjoy watching Light be in the twisted SOB he is and kind of seeing what L's up to. And just that, that panel of the older technology, even though it's not that old, made, made me smile. It's not like the heights of those peak Ray and Naomi chapters that, that blew me away, but still a good solid 8.5 out of 10. Okay, I'm going to go 8.8, but I'm with you. I'm with you totally that the idea of this is, again, it almost ends up surprising me every time with that deal of, 
man, I didn't think I'd like a book like this. Like the action is this like, okay, let's check pencil lead and let's go to the bookstore. And Ryuk there wants to play Mario Golf, but it works out because the characters in the back and forth is really good. Now we're heating up the idea yeah, of Elvis. We've seen so light. many other manga and you know anime, other stories try to do this this chess move, he thinks, but I think, but I think, but he thinks thing, and none of them do it this good. Yeah, none of them do this good. And I'm telling you, when you see that apple and it was mention of floating, something you had mentioned, that made me like, again, say, holy crap. Like, they're really thinking this through. They're really making sure they have. And then to use that to manipulate Ryuk's even better. Like, that. there's that extra oh, layer. Yeah. And that as goes. he does it, he's looking away from Ryuk. But we can see in the art, he's got this little smile on his face. <laughs> like, he knows just what he's doing. Oh, that, and he, and that it's so bastard. sad that he's manipulating Ryuk because he is... He's desperate, but he's not smart. He's like, oh, you're my target now. Uh, but I really liked it, like uh, you said. And so we'll go on to the next chapter, obviously, and see what, what stuff he bought. Let's see what's going on and see if he ends up maybe revealing himself as something. We'll have to see. But with that, please go over to Twitter at WeirdManga. Also, go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash wordsciencemanga, and check out early access to all of our reading clubs, including this Death Note one and everything else there. So with that, thank you, Jason, for joining me. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Bye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.